welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to another edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown, and today we head to the bustling megalopolis of uh, a place called Benoni which is on the east rand of Johannesburg in South Africa. Uh, and uh, we chat to Desi Dickinson. I mentioned it on the podcast before. I take the mickey out of uh, Benoni, but two great things have come out of Benoni over the years. The, the first is uh, actually three, if we count Desi. So the first is uh, Charlize Theron, the actress. She was from Benoni. The second is obviously Desi Dickinson. But the third uh, is the highway back to Johannesburg. That's uh, the three great things that uh, have come out of uh, Benoni. But before we get into that chat, let me tell you that today's episode of The Kona Edge is brought to you by S-Fuels. Every now and again, uh, a truly unique product comes along. And for far too long, nutrition in triathlon has been pretty much the same old, same old. You know what I'm talking about. Sugar-laden bars and drinks, a little bit of salt and throw in some caffeine. It all sounds pretty much familiar. Well, for the last three years, a new company called Spike Free have been developing and testing several endurance sport fuel products. They're designed to train your body to use fat for fuel, which enables you as a triathlete to go longer and thereby avoiding the spike or the bonk or hitting the wall, whatever you want to call it, okay? So they contain no sugar, no honey, syrups, sugar alcohols, no wheats, oats, cheap protein. And what that does is it helps uh, avoid gut and GI distress as well, which is very common in endurance sport. The product is called S-Fuels. And more and more triathletes are turning to them and getting great results. The good news is, so can you. S-Fuels was recently launched in the ultra-running space, and the response has been absolutely phenomenal. Well, you would have heard me talking about them over the last few weeks here on the podcast. And if you're in the United States and you'd like to try S-Fuels out, all you need to do is click on the link in your podcast player, okay? And the good news is the guys at S-Fuels have decided they're going to throw in shipping as well. So absolutely free. If you're in the U.S., all you need to do is head over to the KonaEdge.com forward slash S-Fuels. That's S-F-U-E-L-S. And you can get your free box right now. You can also text your detail or you can text the word S-Fuels to double four triple two. That's S-F-U-E-L-S to double four triple two. And I'll text you the details back straight away where you can get your free box. So go check it out. That's thekonaedge.com forward slash S-Fuels. Time for the coach's corner, and today's coach in the spotlight is Lindsay Parry with a passion for high performance sport. Lindsay's one of South Africa's most widely recognized coaches, the high performance coach for Triathlon South Africa for many years, leading the team to the London and Rio Olympic Games, where Team South Africa won the bronze in 2016. Lindsay has coached both triathletes and runners onto podiums of some of the world's most illustrious races, including the silver medal at the Edinburgh Commonwealth Games and uh, the past two ladies winners of the Comrades Marathon in South Africa. Lindsay has a unique ability to understand what it takes to succeed at any level and thrives on coaching, motivating and inspiring others to do the same. Lindsay's one-on-one coaching services are massively in demand and if you'd like to find out more about Coach Perry, the website to get to is coachperry.com or you can get over to theconeedge.com forward slash coaching. All the details are there. If you're a coach and you'd like to get featured here in the Coach's Corner, all you have to do is head over to theconeedge.com forward slash coaching. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. The details are there.
We haven't spoken much nutrition with Desi Dickinson. She joins us now on this edition of the Cone Edge. Desi, welcome back. Thanks for, for joining us. Uh, you mentioned uh, in, in our first chat that you, you thought there was a fourth discipline to, uh, to uh, Ironman, but uh, I mean, a lot of people say nutrition is the fourth discipline. You, you've hmm, essentially got yeah. five with the other one, but uh, nutrition's a, yeah. a, a big part of, of the sport too. Yeah. Look, I, th- I think my approach to to nutrition is very similar to my approach to everything, and that is really about consistency and balance and probably the 80-20 rule. So I'm not – I am not somebody who's not going to – I'm, I'm, I'm great 80% of the time. I think I would say that. In fact, closer to 70. So I, it, it's all about balance for me. It's about, um, you know, timing of things, so, so making sure that when I've – trained hard or raced hard. That's about what I take into feed my body again. So after my training sessions, a good recovery um, shake, um, a good meal, lots of protein. Um, so it's not, I wouldn't say I follow something really specific and I'm that strict about it, but I do, like, I like to cut sugar out. So it's very basic principles, you know, I, yeah, sugar. And then the other thing about nutrition is, you know, if, if I'm not going to feel correctly, I'm not going to to train properly. If I don't train properly, I'm never going to race fantastically. Mm. So it's those three things together. But I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't go to a nutritionist. I don't follow anything, you know. Yeah, I, I try to keep it simple. I think then, and that's probably my philosophy over everything balance, simplicity. Desi, have you always had that approach to nutrition, even before Ironman? I mean, obviously, you come from a, a competitive mm. sporting background, uh, softball yeah. and that sort of thing. Have you always been pretty, yeah. pretty. I don't want to say good about it, but has has yeah. it always been sort of that that easy for you to sort of keep that balance? Yeah, I, I've always been quite disciplined. So I always say Monday to Friday is you know key, and I'm always always quite disciplined Monday to Friday. But but maybe I'm gonna send you my fat photo. <laughs> I don't know if you want because <laughs> there is one. But I, you know, I yeah, my, my physio once said to me that I I'm not. I'm not naturally physically blessed to do the sport, you know, like from a, I don't have like the best athlete's body, but the sport has changed my body. If, if I had to show you a picture of me from, and this is not a long time ago, it's as, as recent as 2013. If I had to show you a picture of my, of me from then to now, it's the cha- the change is dramatic. And it's, and I, I never necessarily said I'm going to eat this way or eat that way. It's, it's, the amount of, of training I do. And the more I do that and the more I feed my body to be able to do that, uh, I, I just don't, I don't hold the weight, you know, mm. if you know what I'm saying. It's, yeah, I've, I've, my body has literally transformed and I, I don't have the best body, but I, yeah, it has transformed in the last, and I, I'm quite proud of that for a 49 year old, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Desi, you mentioned uh, when we chatted about your bike that uh, sort of people are fixated on the numbers and, and power and that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I find a lot of yeah. people are fixated on the numbers of their bathroom scale when it comes to race yeah. and weight and that sort of sure. thing. Is, sure. is that something that plays on you or are you also one of those things like, you know what, I've got to go into this race feeling well, whether yeah. I'm a, yeah. a kilogram or two over what I would have liked to be and so be it, or, or do you chase those numbers when it comes to, to weight? How, how, how do you sort yeah. of approach it? I think I know when I feel my best and there is a particular weight. Yes. So, so I, I think I do have a racing weight. So it's something that I strive to get to, but it's not, yeah, I, you know, it's not, I'm not saying that I'm fixated over, but there is, you know, I, I am pretty much, um, how can I say it? Like organized in terms of what I know works for me when I race. 
and and my ideal racing weight is one of them. So okay. yeah, I do strive to go for that. Talk mm. to me about your race day nutrition. What? How do you how do you approach an Ironman from a, a, a nutrition point of view? Yeah, so I, I do. Again, I keep it quite simple. But my brand of choice is high five, and uh, it's a it's just a good breakfast, and it's something as similar uh, simple as um, peanut butter toast, which I have every day of my life. But um, and then I like to add some protein in, so a boiled egg. Um, or something like that. So that'll be a, a, quite a simple breakfast. And then I start off with a gel before the swim. And then the strategy literally is a gel every 40 minutes on the bike and a gel every 30 minutes on the run. And I will eat two small bars on the ride. So it's very simple. And I, I know this probably wouldn't work for everybody, especially guys who are bigger and um, demand more energy. But I, I can do a full Ironman literally on that, on it's about 18 gels, I think it is, and um, two small bars. Um, I also find that because in the beginning I had tummy issues, um, and now it's just yeah, nothing of the sort. I was going to ask, uh, gut issues after 18 gels, no issues? Yeah. It's weird. And, and, and I, I mean, I don't want to mention brands necessarily, but it, but the half hour does work for me. I don't know if it's the consistency or, or what it is, but I have no issues. So, yeah, that does work for me. I, you know. That, that is my strategy. I do obviously and, and have whatever is available in terms of liquids on the course. So, you know, in, in, in Kona, it's Gatorade, <laughs> which you have to have, and, yeah, not a problem. So, again, I, I keep it quite simple. I, I, I like to have a plan, and then the second discipline is to stick to that plan. I was going to ask, because, talking about the plans, Have you yeah. do you go into a race with a plan B in, cl- in case something happens with, with uh, that plan or, or not? Is it a case of, you yeah. know what, if it, if it doesn't work on the day, then we'll have to just try and wing it and see what happens? Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I always, you know, when I first started doing triathlon, and the same guy that I used to train with, and he's, he's he, so we, we're on two different ends of the scale with I'm, I'm quite a risk taker and I'll go in, for example, with one tube on my bike and one bomb and he will have three and the satellite phone and, you know, all those type of things. <laughs> but I, I do like to, yeah, I, I, I have a plan and I tell myself, I, I imagine the very best possible outcome for myself always. So I don't dwell on what could happen. Um, as I said to you, it's that why not me thing. Um, and why can't I have the perfect race? You know, and I don't imagine what if this happens and what if that happens. I don't even go there in my head. So I literally plan for the best scenario, and it tends to work for me. I mean, touch wood. I can find something now. <laughs> yeah. I love that, and and that boils down to belief. And and I think in any sport, yeah. that, that's what it takes to win, is you have to believe you can win. Yeah. And I mean, you know, in terms of nutrition, it's the one place where, where, where it can fall down is on the bike because you don't feel the heat as much um, on the bike. You you, it's possible to not drink as much as you should. It's possible to forget to take your nutrition. And it's once, once you need it, it's actually too late. It's, it's to take it, you know, in a disciplined way as you're supposed to. But having said that, you know, before last Ironman, um, here in South Africa, I went to the All World Athlete Breakfast and Paula Newby Fraser, um, gave a talk. Um, one of the her pieces of advice in terms of nutrition was well, she said, don't be too greedy. And she said, when you're out on a training ride or a training run, there isn't a table every two Ks and there isn't a water station every 20 Ks. So you don't, you know, don't be too greedy on race day and suddenly do things so differently that you, that you then overdo it. But at the same time, 
make sure that you have a plan and then and then the discipline to stick to that plan. Yep, that is key. Well, Des Dickinson, thank you so much for mm. your time on the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. I, I loved uh, our chats and I mm. uh, look forward to following your progress and uh, seeing when you when you do head back uh, to Kona and let's hope it's third time lucky and uh, you come home with one of those bowls. I hope so too. Thanks so much, Ben. I appreciate the chats. Well, I hope you enjoyed our chat with Desi Dickinson today. Don't forget to get your free box of S Fuels. If you're in the United States, uh, you can get it shipped to you right now. They'll throw in the shipping as well. So absolutely free compliments uh, of the guys at S Fuels. All you have to do is head over to theconaedge.com forward slash S Fuels or SMS the word S Fuels. That's F-E-U-E-L-S to double four triple two, and I'll send you the details back on how you can get your free box. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.